0: This is Not Your Average Bucket List by Only In Your State, a podcast about exploring the hidden gems right in your own backyard. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Not Your Average Bucket List by Only In Your State. I'm here with my co-host, Sarah. Hi, Sarah. Hey, Marissa. How you doing?
1: I'm okay. Can't complain. Fall weather. It's, yes, yeah, lovely. How about you?
0: love it um not really fall here uh but um you know we still got that humidity
1: and- i like that you're uh committing to the beanie though like super humid <laughs> yeah. and hot but you know what I'm gonna have it it's necessary you know now it's just like darn these
0: electric bills i'm gonna keep it cold in here
1: <laughs> i i don't blame you yeah that's the way to go yeah
0: so we are anybody that's joining us for the first time, shame on you. Uh, we're on episode <laughs> four of season three, and uh, this is our exploration challenge season. We are going through state by state and picking out the most quintessential road trip stops for every state. We're also polling our readers at only in your state our Facebook pages and trying to gain some insight into what our readers think are the best places to visit in every state that we could recommend to you. So here we are about to enter into Wisconsin, which I feel like now is the time to visit Wisconsin, right? It's like...
1: Yeah, Yeah. I mean, look, we've covered Wisconsin in a couple different ways, and... And shame on me. Every season, I'm surprised at how much stuff is going on. Like the summer, they do it right. They're all out. And then I feel like these sorts of best of the best locations are just so unique. Not to say that the yeah. other states haven't been, but there were some themes, like some were more uh, natural. Some are more like museum, Hall of Fame focused. And now we have, I felt like I came across a lot of variety, which is really cool.
0: I agree. I think Wisconsin is like a sleeper state. I, mm-hmm. I, you know, it's one of those states where you maybe just automatically think it's cold and, you know, there's just a lot of mm-hmm. cheese and beer, which there which, is. Which, I
1: mean, look, like that's <laughs> it's not a bad thing. Yeah, no complaints
0: here. I mean, but also I think what was so surprising to me about Wisconsin is the amount of weird, quirky, like, roadside attractions that there are. Yeah. Which... I love that. I feel like you add some of these weird places to your road trip and it like automatically turns it into a road trip. Absolutely. In my opinion. Yep. I don't know if it's maybe from just watching a, gosh, what was that video game movie back in the 80s, 90s with Fred Savage and he was the wiz, the wizard. Mm. He the one dinosaur uh, roadside attraction in California and I was always like, man, I love the quirky stuff.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. So, Wisconsin have has Have you ever my-
1: been on like a road trip to stop at these or is it like a drive by? Um, oh, hey, you know. Yeah.
0: Just like surprise yeah. there's the world's largest frying pan versus, <laughs> you know, like have you I feel like you d- you said you did one time like you did a couple of quirky things. Uh-huh.
1: Well, I mean, I stopped by the gas station that had the thing in whatever desert state that is, whether it's Nevada, or Utah, or Arizona. But I didn't pay to go see it. I just filled up the tank. And I'm like, saw the billboards forever. And that was great. Um, I'm trying to think of some other stuff. Like, I've been to the Longaberger giant basket. Uh, maybe maybe not as many as I would have liked to. I went to the Palace of Gold in West Virginia, which is a giant Hare Krishna like palace in the mountains, which was really, really cool. Um, not exactly a roadside attraction but like kind of worth stopping by. Yeah, that's cool.
0: Is it a Midwest thing? I feel I'm I'm just thinking about like my childhood growing up in New Jersey and I feel like we didn't have a lot of quirky things.
1: And maybe it's like a drive-through state thing, like Midwest plains. Okay. Like if you're going somewhere, it's like, "Hey, how can we get these people to stop?" We you know, they're heading to boulder colorado we want to make them stop and hang out here and you know wherever yeah yeah actually that's a really good point
0: maybe we do a whole season on uh quirky roadside attractions
1: i would love it give me the budget to fly to every single one and i I will do it gladly
0: anybody that's listening uh higher ups (laughs) give us the budget to do this (laughs) yeah
1: Prepping for an upcoming road trip? Need to refuel before you go? Check out Liquid IV Hydration Multiplier for an electrolyte option to keep your body hydrated and energized. You get five essential vitamins and two times faster hydration than water alone in just one stick. Use it first thing in the morning, before hitting the hiking trails, after you've reached the summit or on a long drive. There are 12 delicious, refreshing flavors to keep your hydration routine exciting. Personally, I love the fact that I can hydrate faster with Liquid IV compared to other sports drinks filled with junk. Get 20% off when you go to liquidiv.com and use code NOTYOURAVERAGEBUCKETLIST at checkout. That's 20% off anything you order when you shop better hydration today using promo code NOTYOURAVERAGEBUCKETLIST at liquidiv.com.
0: So I just, I've, because I think Wisconsin is such a, like I said, a sleeper state, I came across a couple of really fun facts to kick off this episode.
1: Ooh, okay. And
0: just, I, I'm falling in love with Wisconsin. Every time we record okay. a season and Wisconsin's featured, I think we did, what, Sturgeon Bay for our small town getaways. Mm-hmm. Okay, so <laughs> first one fact. Nearly 21 million gallons of ice cream are consumed by Wisconsinites each year.
1: Whoa, that is also where did you get that? Like, is that like comparison to the other states? Is that more or less? Like, that seems like a lot. Yeah,
0: I'd like to say it's more. I'm going to go out on a limb, say it has to do with the dairy industry, but maybe just Mm. the ice cream tastes better up there. Maybe it's not as like covered in frost or ice by the time it reaches uh, you know yeah like local stuff
1: I I would love to um, listeners if you are involved in the dairy industry and you have not yet launched uh, cow cuddling sessions across your farms please do that's something I want I want an unlimited cow cuddle session once a week I think it's necessary so just let me again
0: higher ups we need a budget for (laughs) right Okay, so another interesting fun fact is that Green Bay is known as the toilet paper capital of the world.
1: For use or production?
0: That's, a, that's an excellent <laughs> question, Sarah. <laughs> Not really sure I mean... about that. Um, but okay. love that fun fact. And uh, the another one that has to do with ice cream, the very first ice cream Sunday was concocted in Two Rivers, Wisconsin, in 1881.
1: I just hope, flashing back, getting in the time machine, thinking about that day, that monumental day, did someone write in a history book like, today, thine (laughs) combined (laughs) strawberries with delicious ice cream? (laughs) Twas excellent. (laughs) 10 out of 10 ratings. <laughs> yeah, I like that that's great. <laughs> I
0: would love to read that journal entry. Um yes. And uh finally, randomly, the very first circus in the United States happened in Wisconsin.
1: Oh, that makes some of my research make more sense. Okay.
0: <laughs> Ooh, interesting. Love that segue. Well, with that said, mm-hmm. would you like to dive in to your first stop on this exploration challenge in Wisconsin
1: well let me disappoint you uh I actually (laughs) I came across the circus museum that is in Wisconsin okay but it did not make my official list however I will say given that it is the circus wait the circus capital what what was the no no no, the first circus the first circus okay yeah all right, now with that moniker, like, yeah, that should have been on the list. And let me apologize, but there is the uh, the Circus Museum that you can attend or visit in Wisconsin. That's not my official list item. That's just a freebie. That's just for you. That's, you know. Love look, that. Yeah. Bonus. It needs to be, bonus content needs to be added to the list. But let me shift a little bit. And I will say that my, my, first, uh, my first item is the Juristic Park. And also Dr. Evermore's sculpture park with the Forevertron. Uh there just seems to be, and there were others too, but like really like kitschy sort of sculpture parks and art installations that I thought were absolutely fantastic. So I love the Jurassic Park, like Jurassic Park, but uh, it's a sculpture garden with its own lore. It documents the efforts of amateur paleontologist Clyde Winia to excavate and recreate as best as possible the now extinct creatures that inhabited the marsh near Marshfield, Wisconsin. So there are just dragons and T-Rexes and all these things that were made out of uh, this like Almost like scrap metal, and it's just a really cool thing that they have. And they also have a, also have a Hobbit house, so if you love the Lord of the Rings or uh, anything Tolkien, you should stop by. But then also the Forevertron is just like a steampunky wonder, and even the name itself gets me interested in it because it, it's just one of those things, you know, right up at that alley. So it is a 300 300 plus foot tall scrap metal structure. That is supposed to sort of like, I mean, it looks like some sort of like repair station or official sort of structure for like an airship. And it has like gun turrets and little robots on it and steampunky architecture. And it is just like an incredible, I think, animated sculpture that, yeah, either way you go, it's something you can drive by and stop and see some really cool things. So that's number one for me. Uh
0: Awesome. So it's like a two-for-one in the
1: same location? It's not a two-for-one. They're two separate locations, but I thought they were so similar. I wanted to mention them both because I couldn't decide between the two. Okay, cool. All right. So we'll throw them
0: on the map for people to check out. Mm -hmm. Awesome. I love that. Great way to kick it off. Um, Mine is uh, another kitschy, fun, weird thing. It's the world's largest six-pack, and... (laughs) uh, (laughs) This is this was like originally my introduction to Wisconsin because I've been to Wisconsin a couple of times. Um and I think it's beautiful. I've loved it every time. I haven't done like so much exploration, but um somebody said it has the most bars per capita in the United States mm. is Wisconsin. I would
1: believe that. Yeah.
0: So, and then just in a lot of my research, I I'm seeing a lot like we're going to throw into our our article on only in your state some of the best craft breweries because a lot of really great craft breweries, like some of the oldest in the U S are were started in Wisconsin, which I think is very cool. Yeah. Um, so it's only fair that the world's largest six pack is in Wisconsin, La Crosse, Wisconsin. And it consists of six steel beer tanks that have been painted to resemble giant beer cans. And it was originally built uh, by a brewing company back in the day, but it, now it's just become this like beloved landmark and roadside attraction. People will go to snap photos of it. And actually I think it's even going through like a whole reno. Uh, really? it's going okay. to be like renovated. Yeah. But it's in, in lacrosse and it symbolizes the city's beer heritage, which I think is very cool. And it's just one of those things. Like why would you not want to go see the world's largest? Uh, absolutely. Because yeah. There, so. yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That's no, that's awesome. I, I do love like some of the things. I, I took a glance at our list. And there's some in the same vein, so yeah, I love it. And actually, on that note, I feel like I have to talk about our unofficial podcast uh, mascot, the world's world's largest hodag statue. I'm so, <laughs> I'm so excited that this made it on the list. If you haven't tuned into the podcast before, we've had a couple other seasons where we're just we bump into the Hodag every time, and maybe, maybe this is because I do it. I don't know. Um, but if you want to discover this cross between a dog slash frog slash beast with horns, glowing eyes, it is a creature and mascot local legend of Rhinelander. So it is their hometown mascot. It has a giant statue that you can go take a picture with. It looks like it's straight out of like some horror film, like like it's like the Gremlin's big bad. And uh yeah, you can go to the chamber of commerce and take a picture with the hodag. And I just I love it so much. I want a stuffed hodag. I think that's <laughs> fantastic. I like the, I
0: love that you call it the unofficial mascot of the podcast.
1: <laughs> You this know, I true. feel like we've talked we, about it so many times. We <laughs> yeah. have.
0: Yes, I feel like every season we're going to have to somehow. We're going to have to work in the hodag,
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> love that. I've been to Rhinelander before. I never took a picture with the hodag, but a lot of people what love What do you do? I
1: am. I, I did not know, know, know there was. A, I
0: didn't know that even existed.
1: Okay. Well, but I feel, like I feel betrayed. Enter- <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, next time once you get you're- through, you're going to.
0: No, I'm gonna have to now. Otherwise, yeah. I'm, they're gonna kick me out of the. But just once you leave Rylander, you know that the spirit of the Hodag is with you mm-hmm. at, throughout the rest of your journey. So, yeah. All right. So my next stop, uh, no surprise here. It involves cheese, and mm-hmm. um I had my ex- my first experience with a cheese curd. Maybe
1: <laughs> about. I love how you 10- phrase that. <laughs> life-changing moment whenever i encountered the cheese
0: curd it's funny because growing up we had disco fries that was our thing at the new jersey diner what's that it's fries that are it's like a it's like poutine but american kind of a a tray of fries melted mozzarella cheese and gravy and that was oh
1: yeah it's like yeah it's like lazy poutine
0: Right. (laughs) Yes. So I I never had a cheese curd until maybe like a decade ago. And wow, what an experience that I feel like everybody really should try.
1: I will say that's about the same. Like, I think I had my first maybe in like 2012, 2011. Like, yeah, I'm, it was relatively new to me too. Yeah. Yeah.
0: But so Mars Cheese Castle (laughs) Which I feel like anything that's named Cheese Castle, you have to stop by.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Obviously. So
0: this is a renowned cheese shop in Kenosha. And it was established back in the 1940s, which, you know, anything that has withstood the test of time like that is worthy of a bucket list stop. And cheese lovers, you have to go. There's so many different cheeses, sausages, Wisconsin specialties. You just have to go shop. You literally can go and and sample your little heart out, which
1: I think is the best. That's great. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That is like a bucket list item then. Okay. This is where I need to go. This is my homeland.
0: Mars cheese castle. (laughs) When you're hungry, go. And then you're going to leave with like bags, like bags of cheese curds. They're huge.
1: Yeah. I believe it. Okay, Um, I would say that I just want to segue into the next stop, which is related but not. It is the Cheesehead Factory and retail store. So, if you're familiar at all with Wisconsin and the Green Bay Packers, they are the Cheeseheads. Like that's what they call the fans. Like they are, they show up to the games in these foam cheese hats, and it's become a like its own like little fandom on its own, even aside from the Packers. So I will say that you don't even have to enjoy football to go to the Cheesehead factory in Milwaukee. Because not only does it have cheese wares like foam hats and ties and aprons and all the stuff, it's just, you know, you can do you want some cheese ornaments for your Christmas tree? Why don't you go to the cheesehead factory? Maybe some earrings. You never know. So yeah, it is um yeah, get get a cheese hat and get all the cheese stuff you want at the Cheesehead Factory, and it's I think it's a you know just iconic for the culture too. So if you're not going to go to Lombard Field and enjoy a Packers game, go to the Cheesehead Factory, get a foam hat.
0: Love that. Yeah. Um, also, yes. So a lot of our readers were recommending to go to the the football stadium. Yeah, that, that was just like the place to go, even if you're not going for a game, uh, just go because like the football culture there is very, very big.
1: Yes, I would agree. I feel like that's one of those teams that take it so, so very seriously. And there's a huge culture around it. And uh, yeah. unlike the Browns, they probably win sometimes. So, you know, <laughs> it's, it's probably a benefit as well.
0: True. Um, so I'm going to pivot here on my next stop. This is going to be more in the realm of hiking and the great outdoors, which no surprise to Wisconsin has a lot of really beautiful places in nature that should be uh, yeah. checked out. And we're going to add them to our map, which we will include in the show notes and in our article. So with that said, which is Gulch, first of all, loved the name. So love it. The the list. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is a really beautiful natural wonder that, um, first of all, I feel like it's one of those places where looking at the photos doesn't do it justice because there's a there you have wooden walkways that are going through these gorges that it's sandstone rock formations, but also there's like moss on the or who knows it could, it could be anything that's growing on these rocks, but. It's just a really beautiful, picturesque hike that yeah. um, I feel like should definitely be added to this list. This was also a place that a lot of readers were recommending multiple, multiple times. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, so adding it to the list as one of the nature escapes for Wisconsin, but it just it just looks like one of those beautiful places you got to take a photo at.
1: I will say that we do have a lot of like sort of like kitschy, cool, uh, cultural stops, but yeah, Wisconsin has a lot of really cool things to do, like the Wisconsin Dells and, um, like I know we spoke about in one of our other podcast episodes about the, um, like the deer park, you can go visit deer, you can like take the like, certain road trips through the, um, through the state and it's, yeah, it's an absolutely gorgeous state with so many like really iconic places in nature that's going to be on the map, so definitely check that out whenever you get a chance.
0: Yeah. for
1: sure. And so I think my next, I mean, kind of related, I found a couple of um, gardens that I thought were just absolutely gorgeous in Wisconsin. So one is the Ulbrick Botanical Gardens, and this is not in the same area, but the Mitchell Park Horticultural Conservatory. And I couldn't, once again, I couldn't decide between the two. So um, the Botanical Gardens, the Ulbricht Botanical Gardens are 16 acres of gardens with, basically the only Thai pavilion within the US and it also has a Thailand sort of inspired garden around it it's really beautiful great you know like photo opportunity it's just really really cute there's also a rose rose garden herb garden sunken garden perennial garden like there's so much going on at these botanical gardens and it just looks absolutely beautiful you can see free-flying birds tropical plants and even carnivorous plants if that's what you're into And then the other is the Mitchell Park Horticultural Conservatory, and the structures there alone are just really unique. There are these three large domes, which I think they refer to them as just like the domes. Um, So there's the show dome, the tropical dome, and the arid dome. Each dome represents a kind of climate and ecosystem, and you can see plants native to those zones. So you can see, you know, like banana trees and also mango trees but also things that are new to the U.S. and I think that's a really good experience so that looks it looks awesome the domes look great
0: cool that sounds fun yeah I always feel like botanical gardens are so underrated they they make every city or state list of like things to do and you just like maybe you gloss over it if you've never been to that state you're like no there are probably cooler things to do but like yeah. each botanical garden I go to is so unique in its own right and just like it I always walk away having such a good time.
1: Yeah, I feel like there's a certain kind of peace just to like show up and observe nature and plants and also it's like traveling without traveling. So you can go to these like climate climatized zones and see things you would never see in nature ordinarily, right in your own backyard or in something that's not like the proper zone for it. So I love them. I think it's such a great experience and it's a learning experience too. So yeah. Yeah.
0: No, true. Good, good add to this list.
1: Thanks. Um, so
0: (laughs) my, actually, you know what, I'm going to switch it up and keep going on (laughs) this. Uh, (laughs) I was about to throw a curveball, but I'll leave it for the last. Um, so adding to the list, Tim's Hill County Park this is also one that a lot of our readers were mentioning over and over because i think now is the time to go to this county park it's in price county wisconsin it's home to the state's highest natural point and Mm -hmm. uh almost 2,000 feet above sea level but now's the time to go because this is probably one of the best chances you'll get to view fall foliage in wisconsin at tim's hill county park so, just really beautiful. I was looking at the photos absolutely gorgeous, obviously, yeah. I know I'm missing out on fall foliage in in Florida right now. Um, sorry, sorry to hear it. <laughs> It's like some of these photos of this park just don't even look real. it's yeah, it's insane. the colors that you'll see um, and what better way to see it from the state's highest natural point,
1: yeah, absolutely, yeah. Okay. Well, I am going to change things up with my next list item. It is the Harley Davidson museum, which I think it is just hearing it. I wouldn't necessarily be interested like, Oh, okay. Harley, that's cool. But it is like an iconic American company. It was founded in Milwaukee and it, you know, there are fans of the brand across the United States. And even if you're not into motorcycles yourself or Personally, I would just be too afraid of losing all my limbs and getting road rash. And it seems very dangerous. However, I do think it's great to like celebrate, you know, iconic brands of the U.S. So you can go to Milwaukee and see the Harley Davidson Museum and just like really go through the complex. You can even get a map to like have a self-guided tour of all the buildings and see, I love this line that you can see the original shed that the company was founded in in 1903. See, wow. all it takes is a is a shed and some inspiration, and you can form the Harley-Davidson company. So, yeah, it's it's wow. really cool, and they even have, like, all the teard, uh, teardrop gas tanks and stuff like that, so it's really cool. Very and even cool. if you're not into having a bike yourself, you can get a sweet jacket, maybe some patches, and be on your way. I love that. I didn't
0: even know that existed in Wisconsin. How cool. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Okay throwing that on the list. Okay. And my last one is going to end with a bang for me. The National Mustard Museum. And Okay. All right. Here we are. Uh, Do you like mustard?
1: Look, that's a complicated question, Marissa. Oh, no. Uh, Uh
0: Uh-oh.
1: Okay. So there are times and places when yellow stadium mustard is acceptable. There are times when Dijon is important. Do I okay. like it straight out of the gate on its own? Eh, sometimes, but uh, yeah. What do you think? Like, <laughs> I'm just—it's. I feel like it has to be. It's a great condiment to be like within a dish or sauce or like complement something else. But on its own, I'm not just going to be like, yes. yeah, I just want a spoonful of mustard. That sounds great.
0: Okay, so this this opens up a lot more questions <laughs> from me about your <laughs> condiment use. Is there one that you just want to spoon out the gate? I'm, I need to know this. How
1: do you feel okay, about ketchup? Okay. I love ketchup. I like it making it spicy. Sometimes it's okay. too sweet. I will say the other day uh, a friend made a a sauce that was kind of like a green goddess sauce but not really it was like garlic garlic thai basil mayo and just like salt and pepper i would spoon i would eat that out of a jar like that's just yeah but typically i don't that is not like you're not gonna find me in front of the fridge just like taking (laughs) mayo (laughs) that would be cause for concern to be sure
0: complicated relationship with mustard uh (laughs) No, but mustard, I feel like mustard's a new thing for me in the past, you know, maybe, I don't know, five to eight years that I've yeah. really enjoyed it. And I make a a salad dressing that I eat almost every day with mustard. Uh, and I love it. I love it as a condiment. I will not eat it just with a spoon for fun. I don't, I mean, no, nah, I don't think I would.
1: But, I mean, like if you get a charcuterie board and they have like the grainy mustard, yeah. sometimes you get more of that than you like. Yes. And that can ruin a ruin a mouthful. So
0: that's very true. I love mustard on pretzels. Mm-hmm. Lo- soft pretzels. Love that. Or like just a good sandwich. But um yeah. So anyway, there is a National <laughs> Mustard Museum in Middleton, Wisconsin. This is one of the biggest collections of mustards from around the world and it showcases over 6,000 varieties of mustard.
1: (laughs) 6,000? Yep. Holy. Okay.
0: I know. Crazy. It's funny actually, because I didn't even know. I remember when I tried mustard when I was overseas in the UK, it is a very different experience. Their mustard is not like our mustard. Mm -mm. So uh, yeah, I guess there are so many mustards that they created a museum and visitors can go and learn about all the mustard history, sample a ton of unique flavors, and enjoy a mustard-themed experience.
1: I think you could get some great swag from that museum, you know? Definitely. For sure. Yeah. Yes. Okay, that's that's great. I didn't know there was a museum. I didn't even know there was more than, you know, a handful of kinds of mustard. That's Shame <laughs> on me, because that would make... soup So, yeah, okay. So before I say my last one, I wanted to give a couple, actually, how many more do you have on your list? Um,
0: That was pretty much it for me. I'm going to add everything else to the article on the map so people can check that out there.
1: Okay. I, with your permission, would love to do a quick kind of like lightning round of like five items. Heck yeah. Let's do it. Okay. So- uh, House on the Rock is a very unique experience in Wisconsin. I know we talked about it in a past episode. It is like this weird, kitschy, unusual museum with so many different rooms and indoor carousel. Was featured in Neil Gaiman's American Gods, also the uh, show. Very cool and just like a unbelievable, need to see it for yourself experience. And by this experience is, I don't know how to pronounce this correctly, the which is. Once again, another house by Frank Lloyd Wright. I know we talked about it last time, but it is his country getaway kind of house. So it was just, it's just beautiful. Nice. I've never seen it before, actually. So not familiar with it as I was falling water. It is gorgeous. And then I wanted to mention something that I was not sure if it was still in existence. I really, really, really hope it is, but the Chainsaw Forest. Um, Basically, and readers, please comment on this video or write in because I'm so curious. I couldn't find evidence of it. But basically, it was someone in the middle of Wisconsin who would sell firewood, but in order to advertise it, they it was like an art installation of a bunch of dead trees with a ton of chainsaws put into the tree. So it looks like a little forest of like chainsaw trees. It's great. I, I really hoped it still exists. Um, Also, there's a Viking church in Wisconsin, which is known as a stave church, which is kind of like a multi-tiered church that you would see in something in Scandinavia. There's even a um, mjolnir, which is the hammer of the gods that's stuck out back, which is really cool. And then the last thing on my list, my favorite thing on my list, so... We should mention that driving through Door County has a lot of beautiful stops in Wisconsin. Absolutely gorgeous, but forget nature. And think of this Al Johnson's Swedish restaurant, which is famous for it's sod roof and goats grazing on the roof. That's all I want or need in life is to see these domestic goats grazing on the restaurant roof that you can go visit and take pictures of and and gets amazing Swedish food in this this lovely little restaurant. And wow. the picture that I saw just sold me. It's, just, it's like one-story, cute little restaurant with little uh, flags in the shape of goats across the front and then goats on the roof. <laughs> it Oh, was, my gosh. Yeah, that is my number one stop for Wisconsin. Wow. So.
0: I can see why. I can only imagine. You're eating. You hear, like, the little
1: yeah. on the roof. Oh, <laughs> my gosh. Just the goats.
0: What? <laughs> I uh they they don't eat them right just for no. no no no
1: no okay. they're just there for funsies they're they're hanging okay. out on the roof because have you seen those like scandinavian sod roofs where they have grass on the top yeah yeah and they're just hanging out up there you know
0: cool. reindeer that they,
1: that's all they need yeah <laughs>
0: cool what yeah. a great way to end this episode goats on the roof
1: in if Wisconsin. I could end every episode talking about how much I love animals and in particular goats, I would.
0: Maybe we should do that. Either we end it with animals <laughs> or the hoedag one or the two. Perfect. If you're up for an audio adventure, we will be exploring the best stops in your state through season three's exploration challenge. We'll be trekking across the United States with some quintessential stops in your home state. So make sure to like, follow, or subscribe on Spotify, Apple Music, or whatever listening platform you use.